Coming up on Heart and Soul, we hang out with Chicago Bears player Israel Adonijay. We listen to some teenagers making a name for themselves on the radio. And we check out the Money Museum. It's all coming up next. Hi, I'm Jose Sanders. And I'm Evelyn Holmes, and welcome to another edition of Heart and Soul, the show that takes a look at what's hip and happening around the city we call home. But just recently, Heart and Soul caught up with one man on a mission. Not just on the field, but off. Here's Jim Rose with the real playmaker. At six foot six, 270 pounds, Israel Adonage is a beast on the field. Known by many as Izzy, he's supercharged and able to hit him really hard. This bear, who hails from Canada, lives and breathes orange and blue. And although he is highly regarded for his defensive plays on the turf, he's a gentle giant outside of Soldier Field. If I just played football, and at the end of the day, that's what everybody remind, remembered me for, and that's all I was, I mean, that'd be a disappointment, you know, for myself. Uh, there's, there's, there's more to life than, you know, the sport. In 2007, this heavy hitter started the Israel Adonage Foundation, not for self-gratification, but to make a difference in the lives of those who are less fortunate. I'm always preaching about everybody doing what they can with their platform. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm just doing what I can with the platform I have. Whether they live in Chicago, Canada, or as far away as Nigeria, Mr. Adonage's mission is to make a difference. You have to use that, you know, talent, that ability, whatever that skill you have, and, and uh, you know, teach somebody, add value to someone's life. The Israel Adonage Foundation has a variety of programs. All-Star Football Camp, Street Love, started by his parents, which helps the homeless and less fortunate, and an organization known as CARE, that's Caring, Advancing, Restoring, Educating, that helps children in Africa. Being in service is something that's always been a part of my life. My parents are missionaries. I grew up in that environment. Mr. Adonage and a few other NFL players traveled to Nigeria, where they were instrumental in saving the life of a young girl in need of a heart transplant. There was a group called the Heart Gift Foundation that had offered to give her a free surgery to fix the hole. And uh, they just needed to get her to the U.S. So uh, Wale, uh, Adewale, Agunle, and myself were able to sponsor her, um, you know, and just um, bring her down to, to the U.S. She had the surgery and uh, was then able to come to Chicago and spend a day with us here. To be able to be in the right place at that right time and, and to be able to, you know, make the decision, you know, with the team to, you know, intervene and save this child's life was, was, was huge. This past October, Israel Adonage took 15 students to the White House for the chance of a lifetime. They were chosen because they had had two years perfect attendance. We had approximately 80 to 90 students who fit into that category. So we did a lottery. We pulled 15 names, and those lucky 15 students went to Washington on a whirlwind jet set type of day. We left at 6 o'clock in the morning. We went on a short tour of Washington, went to the White House, met the president in the Rose Garden. It was really, really nice. When Izzy's program came about, our attendance for the upper grade students was about um, 82%, and now it's 96%. We've been fortunate to have the Bears on board, a great partnership um, through everything that we've done. They've been, been great supporters. So we have a, uh, yeah, 50 seats in, at every game, and we really take the kids that uh, exemplify what this program is about and, and uh, stand uh, for 
you know, working hard with their education, good behavior, attendance, coming to school every day, despite what's going on in their world. He helps us get us motivated, and he really helps us do better. It's a lot of fun. <clears throat> when I sit back and I watch the kids laughing, playing, shopping, different things, uh, bowling, it's, it's, it's a lot of enjoyment for me just to watch these kids which come from a, a very background of different things in their lives, just being kids and having fun, and, and uh, you know, it's very rewarding. All right, congratulations to all of you for making it to this trip this week, a big game. Oh, thank you, thank you, thanks, Principal. It was, uh, it was big, you know, so, um, you know, a few things that I always want to hit home to you guys is the importance of your education and uh, how every, every uh, week, every day, you got to take your education seriously and continue to push to be the best. He has a big, big heart, and that is another thing the kids are getting from him, you know, that you have to give back, you have to be aware of what's going on with other people. He has done a Thanksgiving dinner. Also, he takes the students Christmas shopping every year. Izzy's Foundation has put in place some life skill habits that no matter what type of job the kids get, no matter what they do in life, they know the importance of sticking to a task, coming every day, being on time, doing your best, being as best well-behaved as you possibly can, and that will take them very far. Israel Adonijah may go down in history for his performance on the field, but ultimately, they'll remember him for being a role model. Continue to work hard, you know, finish strong. You know, uh, for us, we're, right now we're in our fourth quarter, the Bears, so everything we, everything we talk about is bear, bear down, finish strong, bear down, finish strong. Izzy is on a fast track to success through his foundation and on the field. If you'd like to see him in the Pro Bowl, cast your vote now at Team IIF. Dot org. Are you ready? Yeah! Are you ready? Yeah! Are you ready? Yeah! Break down! Ooh. All right. At 30 years old, Israel Adonijah shows us that everyone, no matter how great or small, can have an impact on society. Coming up after the break, we tune into the radio to listen to some young people making a name for themselves. Welcome back to the show. Well, if you listen to Urban Radio and you encounter a group of 14, 15, and 16-year-olds taking over the airwaves, do not be alarmed. These teenagers have their very own talk show that allows them to express themselves. Here's Cheryl Burton with a look at some true stars. Check us out every Sunday night at 7. Coming up next is Raw TV Radio. This is True Star Radio on Power 92. On Sunday nights from 7 to 8, you can catch these movers and shakers hosting their popular True Star Radio on Power 92.3 FM. Their show debuted in 2009 thanks to Crawford Broadcasting. On any given Sunday, you can catch an earful of talk about peer pressure, teen sex, alcohol and drugs, and the list goes on and on. They learn the fundamentals of radio, programming, production, voiceovers, everything that professionals do in radio, that's what I teach in True Start Radio program. Radio is fun. No two shows are ever alike. They get to meet celebrities. They get to talk on the mic. Their peers at school get to hear them with the hundreds of others, the thousands of teens that are listening. So it's a great time. It really is. It's been a lot of experiences that nobody can ever take away. It's Every day is a learning experience with True Star. 
I've been with them for a couple of months and every day is just a new experience, so I'm really happy. This program that began in 2004 was founded accidentally by two women working in high paying corporate jobs who were in search of something more fulfilling. The result of that was TrueStar. We try to identify those special skills they have and expose them to a variety of career paths. They need real world experience. You know, it's like sometimes to, to believe, you have to, you know, to smell success. You need to be in a situation, in an environment where it's, you know, professional and there's success around you. Then you can say, you know what? I can do this. I can be here. I can be successful. I can be the best. And that's really what it's about. And this entrepreneurial program is really important to the young people because they need to learn these things early. You know, um, it's just very valuable to them in high school so that when they're in college, going off into college, that they're able to compete with the other people in the pro in, in the school and go beyond the people in their, their higher in their university. This program really has opened up something that I would have never ever seen before. I mean, who else gets to go to a, one of the major stations in the city, Power 92, and gets to speak? I mean, it's just something that people don't usually get to do, and I get to do it at such a young age, which is such a great opportunity. And I just think that it's opening up new doors for a youth like myself. From resume writing to helping writing the template for the radio show, to expressing myself in formal essays and cover letters, so I'm currently learning now. So it's every day is a new adventure for TrueStar. In addition to the radio show, TrueStar teens are also responsible for publishing a 44-page quarterly magazine that the students themselves develop from concept to completion. In addition to producing a magazine and starring in their own radio show, you can catch the TrueStar teens meeting and greeting celebrities and high-profile individuals. From the president to R&B recording artist Carrie Hilson, True Star teens have rubbed elbows with the best. What's going on, Chicago? This is True Star Radio, where teens speak the truth. I'm Power 92. It's your girl, Mina V, and I'm here hanging out with Miss Carrie, baby. It helps, like, broaden our horizons. Like, some of the things I've done with True Star, like, I wouldn't be doing it if I wasn't with True Star. Some of the experiences, some of the opportunities that I've had, are definitely all thanks to True Star, so I think it's very, very important, and I hope that sooner or later there'll be a lot more of these types of organizations spread throughout the city. They are represented well at events where the press is invited, so they know how to get the story. We teach them hard work. This is a generation of instant gratification. They just think, I'm about to blow up, you know? <laughs> We're like, no, it takes an immense amount of work. People that are that you admire, that are so successful, they just make it look easy. <laughs> it's not easy, you know? And so through us, they're able to realize that dreams are possible. Over the years, the program has grown from a handful of students to nearly 200, which makes these ladies extremely proud. <laughs> We have to empower young people to influence each other. It's not going to come from adults. So what we do is we, um, you know, have this is the voice of young people, and they're able to, you know, encourage their peers, give information to their peers, and I think it's very critical, and it's something that other uh, radio stations and media outlets should really look into. Show's over. Thank you. Good job, guys. Woo
The True Star Foundation also offers programs for students in the 7th and 8th grades. And if you'd like more information about their program, just log on to our website at abc7chicago.com. The saying, a penny saved is a penny earned, is food for thought for the kids featured in our next story. They're learning the value of a dollar and what it means to save at a very early age. Check this out. At the tender age of 11 and 12, these sixth graders are learning the do's and don'ts of money management. How many of you guys have savings accounts? Instead of spending their allowance on games, clothes, and shoes, this workshop is teaching them how to save. Invest, donate, and spend. Save the Penny for a Sunday Day workshop is an opportunity for youth to become inspired, to become educated about finances, budgeting, entrepreneurship, but most importantly, um, awakening their prosperity consciousness. It's all a part of a wealth-building workshop called Save That Penny for a Sunny Day, created by a former teacher. We can teach our kids math, science, social studies, and all of those are great subject matter. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to learn how to manage your money. On this day, we found her at the Woodlawn Community School. Her 50-minute presentation is packed with language that may be complex for someone their age, like what does it mean to have stock? Nevertheless, they walk away learning a valuable lesson. I remember about that we could get a stock at a very young age because that would be an easier way for us to earn money and make money without having to actually do a lot of work. This interactive seminar allows the students to tap into their creativity. They cut out images from magazines of things they treasure that's intended to show them that they can have whatever they desire if they manage their money. At the end of the workshop, students are awarded prizes and every child receives a $25 savings certificate courtesy of Marquette Bank. On occasion, students get a chance to break away from the classroom for a visit downtown to the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago, where they encounter tons of money. To see the kids, to be able to envision themselves becoming multimillionaires was the most awesome experience that anyone could ever imagine because it allows them to understand that it's tangible, it's within their reach. At the Money Museum, you can find a million dollars in a cube, over $50,000 in coins and artifacts dating back to the Civil War. We learned was about saving and investing and donating, that the last thing we should do is spending. The museum, which is free and open to the public, educates these young people on the history of money. They begin to understand, hmm, I do receive money. I can start putting that money into my savings account to build more wealth. I can invest in stock now, and by the time I'm, you know, my teacher's age, I could be, you know, pretty wealthy. Exer Nona Woods is confident this program will leave many kids thinking about the importance of being smart with their money. Being able to have kids to change their thoughts, to change their destiny, that is my purpose. Ms. Woods says she won't stop until every child knows the importance of being money smart. Well, we've got to take a break now. But when we come back, we'll have a heart-to-heart -heart with a woman who turned her life around after dropping out of high school. Welcome back to Heart and Soul. Our next story is evidence that hard work and determination can overcome adversity. Here's a look into the life of one woman who beat the odds stacked against her. It's our heart-to-heart -heart with the Chancellor of the City Colleges of Chicago. 
She is the head of state at the City Colleges of Chicago, responsible for a staff of 5,800 and a budget of 500 million. I was appointed by the mayor, and I do believe it was um, my leadership, my business skills, my commitment to the community, but more importantly, having experienced what it's like being a student at City Colleges. As the Chancellor of the City Colleges of Chicago, I am responsible for one of the largest urban community college systems in the nation, but the largest community college system in Illinois. So I'm ultimately responsible for the academics, financial, and operations of this system, which has about 5,800 faculty and staff, over 120,000 students, seven colleges and other satellite sites throughout the city. She sits in a nice office with a great view of the city and has been privy to a lot. However, life has not always been this grand for Cheryl Hyman. I actually dropped out of high school in uh, my senior year of high school due to uh, instability at home and many struggles that both myself and my parents were facing. And I end up getting a job at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Although the odds were stacked against her, Cheryl Hyman proved them otherwise. It dawned on me and I realized that the only way I could achieve anything and overcome my circumstances was through a quality education and self-confidence. She went on to pursue an executive MBA from Northwestern's Kellogg School of Management. Prior to joining the City Colleges of Chicago, she enjoyed numerous positions in management at the Exelon Corporation. Every day, it is a very humbling experience for me, but I do believe it was my destiny to be here. Although the Chancellor's schedule is packed with executive meetings, she still finds time to engage and connect with the students on campus. For this woman who's been there and done that, being able to motivate students is quite rewarding. I am the example of that. It was hard. I had many challenges. My parents um, struggled with substance abuse. They're alive and well today and very supportive of me, um, and that's a blessing. But I just, that's why I'm not afraid to talk about what I went through and what happened. They need to see that. They need to hear that. In her candid conversations, she listens attentively and encourages a dialogue on ways she can improve their college experience. On this day, she was greeted by her former instructor, who was influential in her life. My math teacher who prepared me for IT is still working at Olive Harvey. One of the jobs of an educator is to help students reach their potential. And I met the chancellor early in her life. And even then as a student, I knew she had unlimited potential. So my job was to create that space for that potential to come to realization. Although Ms. Hyman has many items on her plate, what she's most passionate about is her new initiative aimed at jump-starting the city colleges. We must focus on successful completions. Right now, only about 7% of the students that come to us receive the credential that they came here for. And at 41 years old, she is on a fast track and knows that it's a testament of having faith and believing in yourself. What I want people to know about me more than anything is my passion 
and desire to want to ensure that I have set up this institution so that we can successfully produce a lot of Cheryl Hyman's in the world. Cheryl Hyman is working feverishly to change the image of the City Colleges one program at a time. Well, don't go anywhere because when we come back, we pay tribute to Dr. Margaret Burroughs, founder of Chicago's DuSable Museum. Back in 1957, the DuSable Museum opened its doors thanks to the visionary Dr. Margaret Burroughs. This artist and longtime activist recently sat down with us before her untimely death. Here's Dr. Margaret Burroughs in one of her last interviews. Every individual, including you and everybody else, is born with a certain amount of creativity inside of them. And it's their duty to bring it out. You're born with it in you and you bring it out so that you can share it with, with somebody. That's my philosophy. The main thing is that everybody has a legacy, something they do to help somebody. And that it's not just that when you die you leave money, but you leave something that you've done that helps somebody that keeps your name going on. What will your legacy be? Do you know what the word legacy means? If you don't know, let me tell you what the dictionary says it means. Legacy, property or money left to someone by a will, something handed down from those who've gone before. In this poem, I'm not referring to material things like property or money. I'm referring to what you are doing with this life that God has given to you. What will your legacy be when you must cross that great divide into an area from which none can hide? When you, you alone, with no one by your side, with no friend to lead you or to hold your hand, what will your legacy be? What deeds will you have done in your lifetime which will be left for you to be remembered by? As it should be some act, some service, some deed, some institution that will ensure that you will be remembered. To know where you're going, you must know from where you came. That's it. <laughs> what a powerful message that will live on in our hearts. Well, that's the end of the show. If you need more information about the show and the people we featured, just log on to our website at abc7chicago.com. For Cheryl Burton and Jim Rose, thanks for watching. See you next time on another edition of Heart and Soul. <laughs>